Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You take the dog to the vet. What does the vet tell you? The vet tells me that... um, Oh, by the way, wait, back it up. Before the vet tells you anything, what do you tell the vet? I told the vet that I had found her that way from a situation that the sitter said she had gotten out. I have lied for Mr. Carter. Why? I, I, I really, I will say, Your Honor, I was poor decision making all around. I really felt like. So you protected point, him and lied yeah. to the vet and said, I don't know what happened to her. This is the plaintiff, Taryn Wilcher. She says she dated the defendant, and the guy kicked her dog out of anger, and she slid into a cabinet and got severely injured. The coward then took off and moved back to Oklahoma, and he refuses to pay for the vet bills. He also slandered her on social media, and she's here seeking the $5,000 she's most definitely owed. This is the defendant, Charles Carter. He says the dog snapped at his foot, so he grabbed her by the scruff of her neck and slid her across the floor into a kitchen cabinet. He admits he may have used too much force. The plaintiff kicked him out, and the vet bill was paid for with their joint account, so he owes nothing. He's accused of losing it. All parties... Please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Ms. Wilcher, you are suing Mr. Carter for $5,000 in vet bills. Tell me what happened. Yes, um, Your Honor, I was out of town for a business trip, and I got home on the 23rd. It was a Sunday. Were you living with him at the time? Um, yes, he was staying at my house. All right, so go on. Um, so I got home on a Sunday uh, to the dog being injured. I didn't know how severe uh, the injuries were. He didn't make that clear. Well, what had happened? That day that I, um, I, I, we have two dogs, um, Diego and Liney, and Diego came to greet me, and I went to, like, greet Liney, and he told me that, um, oh, she's not going to come out. Um, she, she got in trouble. She peed on the carpet. 
and like he told me that he like kicked her and that he threw her into the kitchen and I was like okay immediately I was like that's like kind of extra um but I kind of extra just left. Y yeah it's criminal and it, it, it's something to be arrested for cruelty yeah. to animals that's that's very true and my but mom you didn't made call that the police did me. you no I didn't right what'd you do um, I didn't know how severe her injuries were until the next day when he had left. Well, what happened work. that now? I want to know what you tell the man who tells you that I uh, kicked her and then threw her into the kitchen. I want to know what you tell him. I, um, I, I, I did say that that seems a bit, you know, excessive. That seems extra. Um, but I didn't know she was, like, unable to walk. And well, what was she doing? What, what was Lainey doing? What's the name of your dog? Liney. What was Liney doing? She was in the cage, and she normally is in the cage because, well, she was in her carrier at the time. Now she's in a different cage, but um, she normally is in there because she's not house trained, and she's, you know, she's really kind of difficult to deal with as far as her potty training goes. So she's normally in there. So I kind of just, just all day long and all night long, she's normally in there. No, no, she like she gets let outside. They they go outside. Sometimes I will let her out, you know, and she'll. You take her to the vet when. Um, that, that Monday, following day, on the 24th. Why didn't you take Lainey to, uh, Lainey to the vet, to an emergency vet? Yeah, I, 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 I would have loved to do that, and I, I, I would have loved to have done that, and, um, that was my mom's concern as well. Like, I hadn't, I did not know how bad her injuries were. I didn't know she was injured. He just, the way he had put it was kind of like... He told you that he threw her in a kitchen yes, and kicked and, her. And, I, I, and your dog I is how many pounds? 7.6. What did you do, Mr. Carter? Um, honestly, what happened was the dog peed on the the dog peed on the rug. Um, it was the morning that she got she was getting back from Florida, and um, what had happened was I just woke up. I slept. I was sleep on the couch, and the dogs were literally sleep right next to me on 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 the couch, right on the floor. So when I woke up, you know, I greeted him like, hey, you guys ready to go outside? Both of the dogs, you know, doing circles. And Liney, she was squatting. I thought she was sitting. And then when she moved, I realized that she had urinated. So when I got up, I was like, really? So then I basically my foot, I scooted her like this off of the rug. I just did like this. And then she ran to like by the front door. So then when I got up to get her, she kind of snapped a little bit because she, I wasn't, she, she was rolling over on her back kind of like with her paws up, you know, her, 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 her uh, limbs up. So I put my foot just to stop her from, because she, she was still urinating. So I kind of put my foot. I'm sorry, how is she urinating her. if she's lying on her back in the submissive position? Well, she was, she, she did, she was still urinating. She, she literally was still urinating. She's so afraid of you that she's on her back in the submissive position. Do you think she can control that she's still urinating? At, what did you do? Home. What did you do? What did you do? So um, what, what happened was she, she kind of like bit at my foot. So what I did was I reached down and well, grabbed her. Well, she bit her. at your foot because your foot was doing what? Well, I was, I was just I was stepping on her? her from... No, I wasn't, like, putting pressure on her just to keep her from moving. It was some pressure, but it wasn't pressure to, like, you know, like, kick her. I didn't, like, kick her. I was just kind of stopping her because she would run and she was 
you know, kind of running, try, like running around the house sometimes. But what I did was to prevent that was to kind of like stop her with my foot. Like, and so she like bit you because you're stepping on her. No, she it it wasn't it wasn't like it, it was just to stop her kind of like how. Yeah. You, and what did she do? She she was well, she she kind of like I said, she was she kind of rolled over on her back and then she was she was still urinating. So what I did was when I reached down to grab her and I was just going to scoot her out the way and I kind of did like a bowling ball kind of motion and my finger, her hair, like she she's pretty fluffy. So what I did, I just kind of was like scooting her out the way and it was like a bowling ball kind of motion. And then when I I swung and I at that time I realized that I had used too much force. What the hell is wrong the- with you? Are you listening to yourself? She's a seven-pound dog, and you're literally physically abusing her because she peed. Instead of lifting her and putting her outside and using treats and doing whatever and going through the hard work of potty training the dog, you literally first kick her, then you put your foot on her, then you whack her like a bowling ball, and you're telling me this story like it's nothing. Is this what you're used to? Is this how you treat animals? Do you have children, Mr. Carter? I have a son. Is this how you treat your son? No. How old's your son? He's 12. I'm I'm in shock. So you don't go to a vet. He tells you this because he talks about it like it's nothing. He tells you this, and you feel sorry for Mr. Carter, don't you, Miss Wilcher? No, I, to be completely honest with you. Be completely Sunday, honest, because when he tells you, your test, your, in your complaint, you say, he told me he was going to do better, and he felt really bad when he did it, and he was crying, and he says he apologized to, to Liney. That's what you say. And then you don't take the dog to the emergency vet, because that might cost too much, right? So you wait until no, Monday No, absolutely to take the dog. not. I, that's, that's not the truth, because... That Sunday, I did not know that she right, was you take the vet to You take the dog to the vet on Monday wh- at what time? I would say probably we left around t- probably 11 or 10. We between who? Between 10 and 11, me and my mother and my little brother. Okay, and so when did you confess to your mother what had happened? Um, when I found out the severity because when he... So you didn't I, tell your mother what happened on Sunday night? No, because... So on Monday at 11 o'clock, you, your mother, and your brother take the dog to the vet. And why are, all of a sudden now, are you concerned? I mean, the guys told you that he kicked her and that he bowling balled her into the kitchen cabinets, right? You know that. I didn't get that same confession until Monday when I found out how severe her injuries were on Sunday. Well, what did he tell you on Sunday, Ms. Wilcher? I got like this, like, oh, I kicked at her and I slid her into the kitchen and she... Hit the the and and the then cabinet. the dog is doing what? The dog isn't moving. And he he told and the dog not, isn't moving. The dog is in the cage and, and not he, moving. I did not. I well, did no, not if you hear the dog has been abused, Monday. one would think you would take the dog out to see what the injuries are, right? I I definitely agree with you, and I definitely agree. My decision making could have been a lot better. Oh, you think? You know. So yeah, now it's I, Monday. You take agree. the dog to the vet. What does the vet tell you? The vet tells me that... Um, oh, by the way, wait, pretend- back it up. Before the vet tells you anything, what do you tell the vet? I told the vet that I had found her that way from a situation that the sitter said she had gotten out. I have lied for Mr. Carter. Why? I, I, I really, I will say, Your Honor, I was poor decision-making all around. I really felt like... So you protected point- him. 
and lied yeah. to the vet and said, I don't know what happened to her. Instead of giving the vet the full facts that might allow the vet to, con to, to actually serve her interests, Liney's interests. So you tell the vet, I don't know what happened. Uh, here she is. She's broken. And then what does the vet tell you is wrong with, Lain with Liney? Um, a disc had uh, been inflamed and was touching another disc and that she potentially would never walk again. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I told him on my way home that I definitely needed to have a conversation with him because at that point I really did have an outside opinion, which was my mother, and she had the same reaction as you. And I definitely agree that my my uh, concern shouldn't should have been primarily my dog's interest and not at all this man. Um, and I still didn't go through with making the right choice until my mother did speak more sense into me, and I did follow up. And so tell me what happens that afternoon. He calls you and he um, tells you, he, by the way, he's, is he at work with your truck? Yes. Okay. Um, it's the day you come back from the doctor who says that there's a bulging and slip disc and you really, in fact, the doctor tells you that you should have an MRI done of the dog a neurological yeah. exam and, a, and, a, and an MRI scan. But that's 2,500 bucks. So you tell the doctor, I can't afford it. And then you bring the dog home. And then you talk to him. And what does he tell you? Um, yeah, I bring her home with her medications. And um, I tell him, you know, that this is going to need to be like a serious change. And, um, you know, he did tell me he was apologetic, which, um, yeah, like but um, that he would do all that he could to help get that money situated and, you know, repent and make up for what had happened. Okay. Um, and I kind of, I bought into that, I guess. Okay. And after work, he tells me he's going to go hang out with his coworkers, and I just, like, wasn't standing for it. And so I went and got my truck. So wait, so he was going to leave you nursing Liney <laughs> while he went out with his coworkers? Yes. And you told him what? I was like, well, then I guess I was like, not in my truck. Like, I guess you can bring my truck home and find a way to do that. And he said? He said, he was like, I'm not asking. So I, <laughs> I went and got my truck and told he him. Said, he said, I'm not asking? Yeah. Okay. And he tells you this isn't a big deal, right? Yeah. And I'm like explaining to him like that's. Like, we just talked about this yesterday. We were going to, like, do what we can to take care of this dog. She has three different medications. Like, you could help me with that. I have to carry her outside, you know. Because like, she can't walk. Because she can't but walk. But he says it's not a big deal, right? He's like, no, it's, like, fine. I'm just going to hang out. And I'm, I got news for you, Mr. Gonna... Carter. It's a big deal. So explain to me how you injure this dog who now requires 24-7 care, and then you tell her you're going out with your friends in her truck, and you're not asking, and it's not a big deal. Tell me all about it. Um, well, the situation about the truck that that led up 
it, it wasn't about the dog. What what the situation was about. When, uh, do you hear you know, me? I'm asking you how it was, how you think it's appropriate to leave her without a car while you go out with friends and she's got to use a sling to take the dog that you that you battered outside. To, you don't think that's a big deal? Well, I'm not saying that it's not. Well, you did tell her I, it's not a big deal. That's exactly what you no, said that's, to her. No, that's not true. Because we, the conversation that we had was not about lining. The conversation that we had was about me telling her, I was, I was letting her know. I was like, hey, after work, I'm going to go hang out with the guys for a couple hours, and I'll be home. Because what we had discussed was about our business. So it was nothing about the dog. The situation with the dog, we had already discussed. And, and so you don't think you need I, to be home to help nurse the dog? No, I was. I did. So what did you do to get your truck, Ms. Ms. Wilcher? Tell me what you did. Um, I called the two most reliable people in my life, my mom and my dad, and they drove me up there to get my truck. And my mom told him she was going to make a police report, and that's why I think he never came home after that. He left all of his stuff here. And well, he that and your mother told him, don't you dare go back to that place, right? <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Like, she didn't necessarily say that. Like, that... She just told him, like, look, you have two options. She was like, you can give her her truck or either way, you can give her a truck. But I am making a police report. <laughs> about the so, truck? About the dog. About the dog. So did your mother ever My make the police report? We, we were working on it. Our no, police then the answer is no, you didn't. So yeah. then what <laughs> happens? He doesn't come home, but you expect him to come home? I, in a way, I kind of, part of me knew he might not. Part of me was like, if he didn't just come home and... So what did he do? Leave everything behind? He he left everything. And then what did he do? He took off to Oklahoma. He he bought a bus ticket to Tulsa, Oklahoma. How do you know? (laughs) I uh, his 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 account and everything is open on my computer downstairs. And so you look at it to see where he gets and what he does. I did check it out to see. Have you talked to him since all of this happened? Um, that. Um, yes, we did talk on the phone uh, with a brother from a congregation. We, he orchestrated a call between us, and okay. we did talk. But other than that, he didn't. He never. He said that I blocked his number and blocked him on everything. But and he said he tried to reach out to me, but he never did. Other than to ask me for a picture of his social security card that he left. And you sent that to him? No, I did not. Oh, okay. Ms. Wilcher, I see the $600 for the vet. You are suing for $500 for medications. Tell me about that. Yes, yeah, so the medications, the initial bill was $597. Um, and I do need to re-up on her medications, which I think will probably... But do you have be... any... No, I, I, I need to have some evidence of that. Okay, I'm, I don't... I didn't submit that, so... All right. Yeah. Uh, you're suing for the amount for an MRI. How is the dog doing now? She's actually, thank God, a lot better. She still doesn't walk properly, um, but she is getting around a lot better. And you're suing for future surgery, but you don't have any indication of, of what that would be and if it's even necessary. That's because you I haven't done the MRI I'd... and nobody's told you surgery is going to happen. Well, and it's actually... Have, where the, do you get the figure the... 1,200? It's... That's in the report that the vet has. It says that the MRI will cost twenty five hundred. That I, I see. And and I, I'm not exactly sure what line it yeah, is, but can't, it does say that. It does say what? That surgery is twelve hundred. 
No, it just it just says that she most likely will end up needing Right, surgery. but where do you get your figures? Because you haven't taken the dog to an MRI and you haven't, so you don't know if this stuff, it, it, we know the MRI is necessary because this vet said this dog should really have an MRI, but we don't know if surgery is necessary because the MRI hasn't happened yet, right? Okay. And yeah. then the doggy diapers, $200. Do you have receipts for doggy diapers? Um, I, that would be something I would have to get for my mom, and I'm not sure if she has them available, so I'm well going to be able to do Okay. That. Mr. Carter, why did you leave to Oklahoma to get I out left. of the jurisdiction because mom said she was filing a police report? Um, not, that wasn't, it, 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 had some, it had some part reason why, because, you know, Taryn and I, we, we purchased a house together, and when she said that, then she also said, well, now I'm stepping in and, you know, your relationship is done. Mom said and that. And she's like, the mother said that. And she's like, oh, well, I gave you this much time to take care of my daughter, all this. Now I'm stepping in and, and I'm looking at her like, we could have talked about this. We who? Regardless of. Taryn, Taryn, Taryn and You and did myself. talk about it with her. You decided to go to happy hour with your friends in her truck instead of coming home and taking care of the dog. You did talk about it. Well, it didn't go so well. well. That's why she went to pick up her, and you weren't asking either. And that's why she got her parents involved and got the, the self-respect to get her truck back from you. So you leave well, town, and by the way, have you paid a penny towards the care of this dog? Well, the $600 was the savings that a cash savings that we both contributed to. How much did you contribute and, and how what, much did she contribute? Um, I can't give an exact number. Would I you mean, evenly was, contribute to that account, Ms. Wilcher? I would say I contributed far more to that account than Mr. Carter did. But it was so, a joint account in both your names? It was, it was literally a little treasure box that I put money into. <laughs> oh, you literally mean a box. Yes, a little, a little box that I put physical cash into. Okay, and would he ever put cash into it? Hardly. How much money did he put into it, and how much money did you put into it? I would say, uh, percentage-wise, yeah. I would probably put 90, if not more. Mr. Carter, can <laughs> I ask you a question? Have you learned anything? Because you're snickering when I... I, I, I yeah, I, I have learned. I have learned. What did you learn? Um, I've learned to basically control my, my, my physical reactions to things. I've learned, I've learned how to, um, maybe in the situations where it may not be the best outcome to, to deal with it better than, you know, um, what, what I have, you know. How long no way, were you with him, Ms. Wilcher? We were together for about two and a half years. Did he ever strike you? No. Did he ever lose his temper? Yes. Well, I don't mean just yell, though. I mean, did he ever hit anything, or hit you, damage anything, strike out in any way? In small ways. What but are small it was ways? never anything. He might, like, like slap a wall or something. Okay. <laughs> so that was about it. Okie dokie. I have proof by way of the veterinary reports that $600 was expended on the dog. I also have proof that the, that the veterinarian is recommending an MRI. I am ordering you, Mr. Carter. That, those are the things I have proof of. The things I don't have proof of, tr try as I may want to, 
award you. I don't award things without proof. So I am ordering you, Mr. Carter, to pay the plaintiff one, three, $3,100, the $600 plus the MRI for the dog. Ms. Wilcher, I asked Mr. Carter if he learned something. Have you learned anything? Yes, I have. What have you uh, learned? I learned that I definitely have to look at the bigger picture and step outside of myself. And um, I can't, can't stand up for somebody when they are in the wrong and not willing to take responsibility themselves for what they've done. I hope that you treat not just yourself, but those that are depending on you, whether they are pets or children, with a little more respect. Yes, Verdict for the plaintiff, $3,100. Mr. Carter, that's $3,100 she's ordered you to pay. What are your thoughts about that? Um, well, in the end, like I said, I, I admit it to my fault. I even, you know, talked to her and told her that that's what I would do. And we were going to do that together. It's just a, a, a unfortunate situation that where we had to separate. You know, like I said, I still have love for her, her family, and um, the, the judge ruled and judged uh, correctly. Well, the judge has ruled, and you know there are dog owners all across the country very angry at you for what they have heard. Uh, I hope you won't take, take your anger out on a, on a puppy dog in the future, that you've learned something from that. You think you have? Definitely I have. I definitely have. And do you think it's all over between the two of you? I, I I can't say. I mean, from the looks of it, I don't know. Kind of looks like. Couldn't tell you. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thirty-one hundred dollars. That's the judgment against you, uh, Ms. Wilcher. How do you feel about the outcome? Thirty-one hundred dollars. You okay with that? It's a help, right? Oh, definitely. You know, definitely being away from that kind of spirit has allowed me a certain kind of peace. Um, but also my dog, you know, she's doing a lot better. She runs and chases the other dog slowly, but I'm thankful and calm because she's 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 unbothered by the situation. So um, I'm I'm happy with the outcome. So I can hopefully get her back to full speed. <laughs> the big question is: Will you use that money to get the dog an MRI from the absolutely. Yes, definitely. I, I definitely want to see her proper. Hopefully afterwards the surgery isn't too pricey so that it can just be something that I can get done and she can be healing and recovering. <laughs> well, let's wish you luck and wish your puppy luck, okay? Thanks. Thank you very much. All right. Harvey? I, look, I just wish the plaintiff would have asked for punitive damages here because you are allowed punitive damages if you can prove fraud, oppression, or malice. And if this ain't malice, I don't know what is. I have a dachshund and am always worried about taking her on walks. How do you protect your dog from an unleashed dog? There have been times when an unleashed big dog is charged towards my dog. If you have a dachshund and a dog is charging towards your dog, I guess you could bend down and pick it up because it probably weighs no more than a loaf of bread. They're pretty small dogs, right? But if you had a bigger dog, you've got bigger problems. If it's a small dog that's approaching and rushing towards you, picking up your dog is probably going to protect it if it's something you can pick up. If it's a big dog, 
Um, you have to get a little more creative, I'd say. You have to think and about... And you could potentially be attacked be as well. Danger. Right. You, could, you can carry things with you that will protect you from a dog attack, and some people do. I mean, if you carry pepper spray, that'll probably In deter. those places where pepper spray is legal. Right. And in, in some... Or, or anyway. Yeah, well, yeah right. exactly. <laughs> you could carry a baton, a collapsible baton like the police use, and really whack an animal and deter it probably from hurting your animal from hurting your animal right and um in some neighborhoods uh your dog is going to get shot if it's not on a leash and it's rushing towards another dog right. i guarantee you that and, and 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 it will it will be a legal it'll be a legal, a legal shooting. Shooting. chances are right now you know if you know that there's a dog in the neighborhood that's always getting out then that dog is the threat then you call animal control over and over and over and right. you make sure that something is done about that uh, i'm always nervous when i walk my dog i'm always and be just right. aware right I, I try to walk my dog at times when other people aren't walking their dogs <laughs> but um be aware of right. your surroundings a absolutely This is the plaintiff, Latrina Jones. She says she brought her car to the defendants for a new alternator, and he totally took advantage of her and ripped her off. That's right. He said he put a new part in, but didn't, and she's suing for the return of her $716.83. This is the defendant, Joshua Thomas. He says he put a new alternator in the plaintiff's car. She complained she was still having problems. He told her to bring the car in, and she refused. He tried working through this issue with the plaintiff numerous times. She's a pretty stubborn person, and he's happy to be here where the judge can settle things once and for all. He's accused of a shoddy repair. All parties, please get your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says that the defendant is trying to royally rip her off after taking her car into the defendant's shop for repairs. But the defendant says the plaintiff's car has numerous issues. She refuses to work with him or pay him extra to fix it, so he owes her zero. It's the case of hoop-de-doo, you're getting sued. Ms. Jones. You're welcome. All right. Ms. Jones, you are suing the defendant's company... Represented here by Mr. Thomas? That's right, ma'am. Okay. Uh, for $716.83 that you say you are due because they did a shoddy job. Yes, ma'am. How did you find the defendants, the company the defendant works for? Well, I actually had took my car to that particular location previously. It had a previous owner. Okay. But I didn't know that they had a new ownership. Okay. So you take it there. Is it close by your house or something? It's a block away from my home. Oh, well, okay. So you take it there, and what happens? I take it there. Um, prior to me taking there, I called them and asked them and got a quote on the alternator uh, price. Okay. Um, I had my boyfriend take the car, and he dropped the car off for the alternator repair and, and told them, you know, that's what we were dropping it off for. Um, they did the so-called work on the first repair, um, uh, which was totally not what I asked them to do. But when I picked up the car, I didn't know that that's what they didn't they did. Well, I knew what the, that's what they did, but I didn't know that they didn't do what I asked them to do. What did they do? Um, on the repair note, it says that uh, they did um, replace the fuse, um, properly charged and tightened, protected battery terminals, checked voltage again, 
roll tested and rechecked the Okay, voltage. so what they did was, rather than replace your alternator, they thought that they had it handled at a cheaper rate to you because what they charged you that first time was $225.60, right? That's correct. Okay, so they thought they had fixed the problem, but you take the car and you start having problems again. What are the problems that you have? The same problems I had before where the lights were flickering, my car would not gain um, momentum for me to, you know, drive it. Okay, so you um, bring it back to them, right? And what I did they do? I called them the very next day and, and told them it was having the same problem and I take it back to them for the second time. Okay, and they then do what? Um, um, he thought it was some wire issue. Okay, this um, was a uh, 2011 Nissan Maxima? Correct. Okay, what is your understanding of what they had done? They put in a new alternator? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so now uh, you pay for a new alternator, you drive off, and what happens? I continue to drive the car. Um, I used the Maxima to drive to work um, approximately four miles back and forth. So I did not have an issue until around November 3rd. Okay. I called him and said that I was still having the same issues where actually when I went out to start my car that morning, my car had stopped. It didn't, it didn't even, it cut off. By the time I get out there after it was warming up, it cut off. And so I called him. I told him the same problem was still going on. So he told me to bring the car back. And at that point, I told him I wasn't bringing the car back for a fourth time. Um, well, that would be a third time, to, not a fourth time, right? Um, I, I apologize. It is the third time. Yeah, no, I got it. Don't worry. So then you take it to a friend of I yours. I take it to a friend of mine that I had went to high school with. He was a, a mechanic coming out of high school. And he I purchased a whole new alternator. He put the alternator in, um, told the car to him on November the 15th. I had the car returned back to me by November the 19th with no problem. So let me hear from you, Mr. Thomas. Yes, ma'am. Um, so she's correct. Um, I received the car 824. Uh, she was complaining of the car uh, stalling out, lights coming on, etc. cetera. Uh, we went through to do a diagnostics on the electrical system. Um, you know, we checked over standard procedures, battery cables, uh, looking for corrosion, all that. Found some discrepancies and stuff going on there, checking voltage, intermittent voltage, um, corrected everything, uh, road tested it, um, and found for everything to be okay. Um, called the customer um, and let her know the vehicle was ready. Um, obviously, you know, uh, we would be in bad shape if we took every customer's own diagnosis on, the, on their issue. Uh, sure. What I like to do is look at them myself. No, I, I applaud the fact that you were saving her money and trying this out and seeing if it worked. And, and you know, sometimes it, it will. And you save her half of the money. I, I think that's great. But she still has a problem and she has to pay the guy to fix the problem, this other person. So she's mad about uh, being out that money and she wants you guys, well, she wants her cake and she wants to eat it too. She actually wants uh, the money she paid you and the money she paid him so she doesn't have to pay anything for an alternator. On what planet, Ms. Jones, would that be appropriate? Well, I consider that he completely wasted my time. What mechanic do okay, you know? Okay, the answer is no. That's, this is a breach of contract case. You don't get the work done for free. Court is about putting you in the position you would have been in before the bad thing happened, not putting you in a better position than you were in. So, Mr. Thomas, explain to me, you know, she had to pay this other guy, so tell me why it's fair that, you know, you guys 
Why? Because you offered to do it again? Maybe she doesn't want to take it to you a third well, time. Well, here's, here's the thing. We, we, we stand behind any and everything we do. So when you're dealing with electrical diagnostics, yes, some of it, I can find out what's wrong with it in five, ten minutes. Some of it, it might take me ten days. Um, that's just how it is in this business. I've, been, I've done this for 20 years. Um, and, um, you know, the thing is, when she was finally mad at me to the point where she did not want to bring the car back and she had requested her money, I said, if you bring me the alternator back that I purchased new, I will refund you that money. That way I can take that alternator, I can return it to my part supplier, and I get my money back. Right. Why didn't you so do I that? Where is the, the alternator that he put in? Did you ever return it to them? I still have the alternator. You I have it? I still have the alternator. Okay. But who's to say if it was new? If It, it couldn't have been new. No, we're not talking about that. I'm asking you second. if you have the alternator he put in, and your answer is yes. In order to get this problem fixed, you had to buy a new alternator to the tune yes. of $256.55, and you had to pay your friend $180. Yes. That means you are out $436.55. That's the extra amount of money you had to pay in order to get your problem fixed. I am going to order you, uh, the defendants to refund you $436.55 upon your return of the alternator. That way they can recoup some of their losses, too, because they had to go through a lot to get to this spot and um, you didn't really give them a chance to, to fix it again, which I get. I wouldn't want to bring it back either. I'm, uh, so we'll make some arrangements with Officer McIntosh for the return of the alternator and that's my verdict. Good luck, folks. Thank you. Mr. Thomas, you seem like a pretty upright guy. Uh, if she gives you back the alternator, uh, will you be okay? You think that's okay? Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I tried to do this in the beginning, uh, bring the alternator back that we paid for that was new. And, um, you know, she would have got, uh, she would have been okay. But we can do it this way. That's completely fine. All right. Ms. Jones, you heard what the judge ordered. You got to give that alternator back in order to get that, you know, that sum of that $430 back. Okay? I will. I think he's okay. um, uh, using used parts. No, no. He says it's brand new. It wasn't brand new. Well, he, he said it is. What can I tell you? I can't okay. tell. If it was a brand new part, I shouldn't have had to go buy a whole nother part. Well, that's your opinion. Anyway, mm -hmm. that'll bring this case to a close. You will get some money back, and uh, that's the way it ends. All right? Okay. Thank you. Harvey, what's your opinion on this case? So, Doug, this is a case where judges have a lot of discretion. You know, do you send the plaintiff back to the place that did wrong by her or can the plaintiff find a different auto repair shop to put the alternator in? The judge here felt the latter should prevail. Marilyn, how old are your three daughters, and are you excited for grandchildren in the future? Uh, our kids are 25, 24, and 19. Better not get that wrong, right? I know. <laughs> Sometimes it gets blurry. Uh, and am I excited about grandkids? Not right. I'm excited about the theory about grandkids. Right. But I love the idea. Like we, we really haven't finished with these ones. I have ones. not finished. These, these things are, like, are half-baked. We're in the middle of it still. I'm in the exactly. middle of baking. I can't, They're you know. They're not quite done. No, Lord no. Right, Lord right. no. But, you know, my brother has four and one more on the way. My oldest yeah. brother, right? And, and he's just. Oh, my God. He's head over heels. He says there's nothing like it. And I, I don't know. I I don't really know what to expect. I look at it kind of like 
you know, your kids, when, when they're little, they're like kittens and puppies. They're really fun, right? <laughs> and then they grow up into kind of ornery cats and dogs and big, <laughs> big things, right? And they're not as quite as joyful every minute. Right. Um, but they're right. at a great age now, right. and I'm enjoying it. And, right. You know, you but have the, to watch out not to always be looking in the horizon and right. being present and enjoying the moment. Absolutely. But, you know, wouldn't it be good to have kittens and puppies? <laughs> Who doesn't love kittens? I got an idea. Kittens? How about if we just get kittens and puppies? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Probably be lower maintenance in the long run. <laughs>